You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress toward your dreams, goals, and desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig Lyman, and today let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys, welcome to Project You. Today's subject has become a deeper passion of mine because I've seen the changes in the world so far, coming even just from college. It's called armchair activism. Armchair activism is someone who professes radical aims without taking any action to realize them. They actually feel that they're being action-based from the comfort of their armchair, which goes into the understanding that social media has completely changed the art of activism. There's some pros, most definitely, but however, there is some cons. And I feel that if we can come together and we can better understand that this doesn't have to be our forever. It doesn't have to define us as this new generation. We can make the change, but we have to be aware of what's going on so we can be our new action-based activists. It's important that we answer some questions to self every single day, and especially in the light of social media. What's our daily routine look like? How long can you get through the day without scrolling through Instagram or popping into Facebook? The, the thought of having to know what's going on in your friend's life or your celebrity friend's life is, is taking away from actually making a difference. And I, I, I really got subjected to this at a very young age, being an activist on making a difference. And so going back into time again, um, when we were younger, my brother and I were involved in the church and my parents loved so much being involved in the church as well. So being involved also meant taking part and participating and doing great things for a community and loving people in a different way other than you love your family. And this one one little thing that I'll never forget doing that we would do very, very often was my parents would take us to a retirement home. And at that retirement home, we would make friends. These were people that we had not one clue of, we didn't know. and. If we didn't know them, we began to know them. We understood that at a very young age that these um, retirement home elders didn't have a lot of family or they didn't have a lot of visitors. Some had zero visitors. So we, we, were, we were very understanding of that and we would spend time with them. We would communicate with them. I remember painting this old woman's nails all the time. I remember eating dinner with them. And as a young child, that seemed very, very scary because number one, I don't know these people. And some of them talk really funny and some of them are yelling at me because they cannot hear. And and now I look back, I'm like, gosh, you guys, mom and dad, you were so right. You were so real and this was something that you were passionate about and you allowed us to feel. You allowed us to connect and, and know that there's life beyond ourselves. And this was part of the, the, the beginning of my philanthropy. This was the beginning of my heartfelt decisions to, to really love others and to treat others the way that you would want to be treated. 
in a, in, in a retirement home. And so I saw that. And then fast forward a little bit more, uh, I had this mentor in my PR and communications and um, department of school. And her name was Melba Beals. And she was very, very, very big in, in, in the broadcast world. And she saw things coming before they actually came. And I'll never forget it because we were just kind of tuning into what emails were. So we had AOL and we all thought it was the craziest, biggest, coolest thing because back in college, I was just used to writing letters all the time. And anyhow, it it moved into, oh my gosh, we can email people. And as that started to happen, she did tell, she did tell us that everything in the future is going to be on the computer. And she wanted to remind us to keep our fingers on it. And what that meant to her was she was going to be a woman of, um, holding something tangible in her hands. So she, she relayed the information of the books, the newspapers, the magazines, everything are going to kind of become obsolete in the future because everything's going to turn to this, um, technology based system. And it was hard to understand then, but then I also did feel in tune to what she was saying because I saw AOL jump into life within a day, it felt like. And we were all on email and we we're all asking our friends, you know, to connect and so we could we can do this new thing. And it made sense to me because I use that term right now, like keep your fingers on it. And that's why I've made that goal this year after turning 38 is to read six books. I've been really big on audiobooks and running around town and, and listening and stuff. And that's great and all. However, there's something beautiful about keeping your fingers on the newspaper and um, on the on the books rather and on the magazines and and be more present and give yourself give yourself that time. So what that means now is I fast forward to what I'm currently involved in is a group of, of activists, a group of people that are dedicated to the line of work that they are. And it's called the Fulfillment Initiative, FES. And with these women and with these men that we're working with, we are sharing away, sharing more tools, sharing information, sharing education, sharing real life vulnerable stories to the population of 18 to 24 in our community. And the thing is why we want to do this is because we want to make a change because our homeless population is one of the highest in our country here in Reno, Nevada. So you people that are listening to the Project EO outside of Reno, it's I hope that you see and you really hear this, that we are going through a very troubled time in our community with our homeless population. And the only thing to do is do something about it. But then the question is, what are you going to do? So automatically, the first thing that you can think of when you think of homeless is like, oh my gosh, these, these kids, like they're living out of their cars and they're living under the bridges and they're, they're, they're going from house to house and let's just give them food. We can do that. And everyone, um, can get food somewhere, right? We have the homeless shelters. We have, we have, we provide food, but now with, with our founders of the fulfillment initiative, they believe that these kids need tools. They need love, again, loved ones. They need education. They need understanding. They need a little hope. They need a little entertainment in their life to to know that they can have the tools to get out of the situation that they're in right now, which is going to be us having this huge event 
come January and we're all going to stand up obviously individually and, and share little pieces of, you know, what, what going into being their professional life or professional career looks like and feels like. What does it mean to involve fitness into your life? What does it mean to engage and embrace uh, your faith in your life? And what about finances? No one talks about finances. We all talk about making a lot of money. However, the strategies that, that, that maybe 80% of our population doesn't have, we can give those tools to because even school is not giving this type of information. Um, there's schools now that are that are realizing this and their curriculum is becoming more of a social, um, emotional type of learning as well as their education. So with all that being said, I came across this fulfilling, amazing moment when I was sitting in the fulfillment initiative meeting today and they were talking about the armchair activist and how it's so cool, right? That everyone thinks that they can be Instagrammable and they can they can put it on Twitter and it's gonna be something that's so strong and so felt and so passionate. However, things go away within seconds on Instagram. They go away within 24 hours on Snapchat and and then and then your you know your passionate way of getting things out becomes obsolete because it's the next best and the next best and the next best. And it's almost like our brains cannot even keep up with the, the feeds anymore because we're just over, over, overdrawn. And it becomes a, a little reflex that we're doing with our thumb. Like we're just, we're just coding ourselves and, and, and living in this world, how we're supposed to right now, because that's what everyone else is doing. Have you ever started a running regimen only to find yourself lost and bored? That's exactly why I've created the Sprint eBook. If the treadmill had you tired, these proven sprint workouts will help you stay on target and in shape in 30 minutes or less. Did you know that sprints are the most effective workout for people looking to shed fat but maintain muscle? Head to ccfreno.com backslash sprint. Again, ccfreno.com backslash sprint and get your copy of the Sprint eBook today. So we're coming to a place in our life where being an action activist, and especially with the fulfillment initiative that we're all involved in, and, and in January 2020, is going to be so moving because we're actually putting our feet on a stage. We're actually giving personal invitations to 18 to 24 year olds. We're inviting our family. We're inviting our friends. We're giving tools, we're giving feedback, we're giving vulnerability and humility and humbleness to better educate the the system that is so wrong and so devastating in our community right now. Instead of just saying, do you need some food? Of course we need food. Every We need food, we need water, we need warmth to survive. And we're going to make sure that our community is, that is felt every single day. However, Instead of just putting the Band-Aid on something, let's actually cure something together collaboratively as a group. And that's where this is really going into when I'm, when I'm better understanding this and I'm, I'm putting deeper research into it is it's easy to be an armchair activist. Um, I see the perks and I see the under, under understanding of why this, why this is happening. And the immediate response is, is clever. It's amazing. We can reach thousands. We can reach millions within 24 hours and sometimes even seconds if it goes viral, right? But 
it doesn't make a lot of sense to just push something out and give that information without a follow-up. And some people are very, very good at that. If they're endorsing something and they feel super passionate about something, they'll repost it and they'll do it again. But I feel like we can be a mover and a shaker if we're really putting our feet and our fingers back on something, right? And that makes a lot of sense to me because there can be power of an influencer, not only just on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, but in real life. We got to get to the point where we're seeing people face to face. We got to connect at a, at a deeper level. It's there. It's, it's ready for us. But instead, we're running away from it. We're being very passionate and we're being very heartfelt. And I feel that it's super intentful when, when we're pushing this information, whether it has to do with the new retirement home in town that's, that's stocked up in, in ways that a retirement home has never been. And we get that out into our community, right? But what's the next step that you can do to make a difference? And these are the tangible tips that I'm talking about to help make a difference and understand that it's going to feel better and your gratitude and your heartbeat is going to thump at a greater rate for, for purpose and for joy and for reason when we actually make these, um, make these changes. So my examples are if you're, if you're an advocate for the Humane Society, Instead of just making the post that, you know, they're doing, they're doing um, adoptions that day or you can go walk the dog that day or whatever the, the, the thing is that's happening at the Humane Society, it's not just about the post. I think the next step is to go down to your local Humane Society and go walk the dog or actually go in there and make a donation and talk to people and, and ask how I can participate. The next event that you have, can you email me? Can you shoot me a text? Can you call me and let me know? I'd love to be a volunteer. You know, and those are the things that we can really start to do instead of just doing a GoFundMe. I love Go, GoFundMes. I really, really, really do. However, there's something so beautiful also to write the letter and to place the check inside the letter and, and show gratitude that way because it becomes just a little bit more purposeful and it has a lot more feeling behind it and it, 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 it satisfies both hearts and both souls and both, both connecting manners. So joining the club, showing up to the events. What about the children's hospital? So many times we're just giving the gifts to this place, which I'm a huge, huge advocate of. I understand everyone's, you know, on, on a time restraint. However, it's one of those things where what if you're at Target and you're in it's the holiday season and you're like, you know what? This is my time. I need to I need to go down there myself and I would love to see one of those little kids and and and, and watch them open up this gift and and see the difference that I'm capable of making instead of being in such a rush all the time, which turns me into a very, very fun thing that my, my son's basketball team, basketball organization does every year. They're called the Reno Ballers and they make a point every single Thanksgiving to come together on a Saturday morning. And of course, all the parents and all the kids show up with sandwich meat 
uh, bread, mayonnaise, mustard, chips, drinks, and um, even sandwich bags. And instead of playing basketball that day, they're all sitting there or standing there and going back and forth, making a lunch and or dinner for our homeless in our city of Reno, which we have a very, very high population of homeless, as I said. And so not only do, do they do that, but then they take anywhere from five to 10 lunch bags and they go deliver them. We have so many people on our streets that are hungry and that are walking around without jackets and and hurting and in pain. And, and this gives the kids an opportunity to be an activist in something that they do believe in, which is helping our homeless and helping that community um, get better. And just like when you reach out a little bit further and then you're like, oh, what's the Eddie House? Well, the Eddie House is a place where it supports the, the, the youth that are homeless, but not just a bed to sleep in. It's more of like just exactly what the fulfillment initiative is that I'm involved in as well, is what can we do to help you be the best person that you want to be? You're digging and you're wanting to be this person, but you don't know how because you don't have the tools. So that's where they can go get their suits. They can go get their shoes. Maybe they can find um, a person that can get help them get a haircut. And then they can get tutored on behalf of how to go through an interview process to get a job. They're shown how to fill out an application. Those are the little things that some people are never, ever taught. So instead of just posting about the Eddie house, um, which is something that I can do every single day if I was willing to, right? And if I'm not passionate about, and I have, and I do, but show up, go down there and see really what the Eddie House needs. See what kind of impact that you can make because your loving heart stands so strongly for, for that group. And that's what makes, that's what makes being an action activist a little bit different than the armchair activist. And I'm finding myself to be more passionate about this and especially knowing that I'm a mother to my two boys and I and I and I see what social social media and I see what the video games are doing to life and it's holding people back it's procrastinating them to become what they need to become that's why I'm very passionate about follow only the right people that are going to help you and elevate you and and allow your creative genius to flow instead of taking that away you know, the life of comparison, all these different podcasts that, that we've done in Project U, this is the time to really kind of be a little bit more conscious and to understand like, whoa, I can see that this is me right now. Like I, I scroll through and I, I support a lot. However, I'm not putting my fingers on it. I'm not placing my feet actually where the problem is to, to, to better understand. So that just leads into Every single time we come into Projects U is is making sure that we have an action of the week. And the action of the week is important because we have a journal now. And if you're just tuning in, this is a time that you can run and just go get a blank piece of paper or and or you can go get your Project U journal or get, it, get one for the future. And jump back into podcast episode number one. Go back to believe and start from the very beginning because it's very unique when, when you can write down your answer, your question, and then your answer. And then all of a sudden you're self journaling and then you're becoming very much more aware and alert to what's going on. And then you're very much so more action based because you have a sense of accountability because you wrote it down. You're, you're almost 
defining what your brand is and what your heart is really feeling. Cause no one else probably is going to read this. It's between you and you and what you give back to, to, to the universe. So today my question or my action of the week in your journal is the question that I have for you to answer today is what is your passion currently today? Is there an organization? Is there a fundraiser? Is there something that you love so much and you haven't acted on it in a really long time because you kind of gave up on it? What is that passion? And then the second question is, what can you do to be an action-based advocate upon the passion that you just chose in question number one? Sometimes these are hard questions and I know they ask for a lot of thought and devotion. However, without understanding who exactly you are, it's really hard to be that woman. It's really hard to be that man. So nothing is, is, is more defining than you sitting alone and, and understanding. And it may, it honestly may take some time to follow through with stuff that you really, really want deep inside your heart. And believe me, I totally understand this. Cherish your time, cherish your heart, protect your hearts, and enjoy the rest of your week being an action activist. Every moment in life is an opportunity to practice being who you want to become. Follow your heart and remember that love truly does win. Thanks for tuning in with me, you guys. Till next time. Mwah.